Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Eric Cedarstrom Radio News Hour. Boy, you never know what you're going to hear. It is live radio. For some reason, we're starting the show with uh, Bobby McFerrin. Don't worry. Be happy. And that really is the mantra coming out of the White House today. You know, I mean, the president's getting hammered at all sides, and uh, he's like hanging in there. Don't worry. Be happy. This show's brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender, things that are real, things that are tangible, things that you can feel and touch. The only company I recommend, the Patriot Trading Group. You can find them on the Internet at allamericangold.com. It has pricing if you want to order. You don't want to talk to anybody. If you want to just take the time, go through the daily news they post up there. You don't have to listen to anything. You can mind your own business in the wee small hours of the morning, and you can click and order 24-7-365. That's allamericangold.com. You want to do it the old-fashioned way, call one 800 951 0592 the Patriot Trading Group the only company I recommend because well not only am I a customer but I used to own it and I have the owner here Joe Jaquin CEO now owns a uh, radio station as well in his hip pocket he's a master and capital of industry he's the one and only double J how you doing there man you you can't have one job anymore no you gotta have plenty so I heard your previous hour talking about how the adult children, the millennials, age 23 to 35. 38. 38 They're now. getting older now. 23 to 38 are hammering the parents. I resemble that remark. <laughs> <laughs> nah, and, and you're actually about right. Half. Half yeah. of your kids are going to hammer half of your money. Yeah, well, it is what it is. You know, we put them on earth. I guess uh, we're responsible for them. Top news story today, the White House missed a deadline to turn over President Donald Trump's tax returns to a House committee in what will lead to a court fight for the papers. House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Richard Neal had set a deadline of Tuesday, 5 o'clock. You people keeping score at home? That was yesterday. The committee seeking six years of Trump's personal and business tax returns The president steadfastly refused to make public his tax returns during the campaign. Now breaking from recent president and has continued to hold on to them as the president of the United States. The Treasury Department released a letter to the committee asking for a delay until May 6th as it consults with the Justice Department. I got news for you guys. It isn't coming. Due to the serious constitutional questions raised by this request, and the serious consequences that a resolution of those questions could have for taxpayer privacy. Well, you know it's not a law that he's required to do it. No. Somebody, and I don't know who, a couple, two, probably two or three decades ago decided this was going to be an issue I can use against my other rich guy, and I'm going to make him uh, present his taxes, and then everyone kind of did it, even though they didn't have well, it's amazing, and and I don't get why, right? I uh, question everything. You know, I was a kid had in the 70s, had the bumper sticker on my car, question authority. I question everything. I still don't know why. I mean, I love this president, love this country. I respect the office. It didn't matter. You guys listened to me for a quarter century. I mean, I never badmouthed Obama. Well, maybe a little, but, I mean, you respect the office. Always respect the office. That is long gone with this administration. 
Nobody expects the office. He might as well be a janitor at the White House. Remember, the janitor at the White House would get much more respect than the president. God God forbid you say something bad about him. I'm sure your career would be over. But but free to take a shot. So so now what's Trump going to do? Trump says he's going to go to the Supreme Court. He says, I'll head to the Supreme Court if the Dems try to impeach. And, you know, I wish... Trump would let me be his campaign manager for a while because I have a great plan, and I'll tell you that later. But Trump says he's going to go directly to the U.S. Supreme Court if the partisan Dems ever try to impeach him. But Trump's strategy could run into a roadblock. The high court itself, which said in 1993 that the framers of the Constitution didn't intend for the court to have the power to review impeachment proceedings. The Supreme Court ruled that impeachment and removal from office is Congress' duty alone. Trump said, I did nothing wrong, he tweeted this morning. Trump says, not only are there no high crimes and misdemeanors, one of the basis for impeachment outlined in the U.S. Constitution, there are no crimes by me at all. He alleges Democrats committed crimes. He says they're looking into Congress as a last hope. We waited for the Mueller report, and we won. The Constitution lays the sole power of impeachment before the House of Representatives and the Senate. Democrats who control the House remain divided over the issues of impeachment, even as the new front has opened into their investigation. So, I let me ask you. Think about how different this world would be if Randy Weaver had tweet. I mean, think about that. Think about Ruby Ridge. Think about we had the anniversary of Waco last Friday, April 19th. Yeah, usually I'm, I I let that go. I got a lot on my plate here, but uh, I forgot about it. To be honest with you, but what if what if the people in there had social media? Think how different it would be. I mean, Randy Weaver, Paul Harvey tried to address him on the radio when he was in his cabin on Ruby Ridge. Paul Harvey, you know, and and this this is how communications have changed. They laid, they tried to sneak a phone up to the front of his cabin. And he wouldn't go outside. Could you blame him? I mean, his wife was murdered, children murdered. But had he had social media, you'd have to think how much different. How much different is all of this now that the president has social media? I mean, it really is. I mean, think about if if all your news had to come from the CNN and had to come from ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox News... I mean, every day we're doing this show, not on what's on those networks, but what has come out of social media directly from the president. I I got a plan. I got a plan for Trump. We'll talk about that when we get back. Yes, it's brilliant. As usual, as all Eric Cedarstrom plans are. We'll be back. You're listening to the Eric Cedarstrom Show, hour number one in the three-hour daily extravaganza. Thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, It's a great day to be alive. You can also sponsor the Cedarstrom Group uh, real estate here in the Valley of the Sun. Go to thecedarstromgroup.com and call Ryan or my lovely wife, Lori. She uh, left the house yesterday at about 7 o'clock, got home about 9 o'clock last night, so... Just a typical 14-hour day in the life of a successful real estate agent. Heading into the break, we're talking about Trump and some of his options. He says he's going to keep all his options open, the legal options, in regard to any subpoenas served um, 
either on the current or former administration officials. A senior Trump administration told CBS this morning. The comment comes after House Judiciary Committee sent a subpoena for testimony from former White House counsel Don McGahn, who's mentioned more than 150 times in the Mueller report, and who told investigators how President Trump ordered him to fire special counsel Robert Mueller and then pressured him to deny that that ever happened. The he said, she said thing is what this is all coming down to, by the way. Even uh, former Kristen Nielsen said she was worried about the uh, Homeland Security gal that he just, well, she resigned. But uh, he fired her. She had said, well, I wasn't allowed to mention Russians in the election, even in the 2018 election, which is her job, you know. If you're head of Homeland Security. Now, let me ask you something. Through all this all, not one person has asked one question, this one single question going, okay, how much of the Russian intervention was there, and would Trump have lost without them? I don't really think there was any. I don't think there was. Well, they said there was. They got into one ballot box in some county in Florida or something. You know, They, they actually just harvested the data. So the president would have won anyway. So, but all... So they said, yeah, that he, he's pressured. Congressional Democrats are continuing to press to see if Trump's financial data contained in his tax returns, as Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin defied a second demand to turn them over, again, due last night. His financial data. Yeah, financial data. So they, they did what? They've subpoenaed everybody. They went after Deutsche Bank. They right. wanted to see credit applications. You know, this is the President of the United States. You know, there's something fundamentally wrong with all of this. They waited for the investigation, went through the proper channels. The investigation comes out uh, not guilty, not good enough. I mean, I've never seen anything like this. So, right. What, what, what they have now is they have one guy who Trump got rid of. Right. That they said, well, he said this and he said that. and then, uh, You know what? People say a lot of things that don't necessarily actually mean it. The whole thing just right? smacks of, of partisanship. That's all it is. You know, and sour, sour grapes. Yeah, not sour tomatoes. By the way, the uh, I got a story coming up. Tomatoes, imported tomatoes, may get tariffs on them. We're all in big trouble. But uh, the Trump told the Washington Post that his staffers should not testify on Capitol Hill, explaining that the White House cooperated fully with Mueller and there is no reason to go any farther. And, and it's true. So the White House reportedly planned to exert executive privilege in connection with McGahn and has already ignored the subpoenas from the House, which they can do. We covered yesterday. The White House doesn't have to. Executive branch does not have to answer these. So the House Judiciary Committee, Nadler, insisted, however, that the moment for the White House to assert some privilege to prevent this testimony from being heard has long since passed. So I'm Trump's campaign manager I'm going to get my attorneys, and I'm going to drag this out as long as I can till next October. Then I'm going to plead guilty and have them impeach me and then rerun for office the following month because he'd win it again. I really don't think, and I mean, I know we live in a bubble, and you travel in circles, and you don't understand. You know, and I look at people, and I listen, and I try to watch everything, and there is a mass mass movement of absolute ignorance in this country gone to seed where everybody wants to be handed everything for free i get it but the still the largest segment of the population is me the baby boomers were still the largest contingent demographic and we don't want any of this to happen none of it 
So I, I think they're going to be shocked that if the president ran again, that even if they impeached him and he ran again, he'd win. And if he won, this time he could serve two consecutive terms and you'd get Trump for 12 years. <laughs> I, I don't know if that math is correct. Well, I'm pretty sure once, you know, you can only serve twi- two consecutive terms. I don't think anybody can run it. I think if you run again, it starts all over. I don't know if the if it is consecutive. If you got impeached, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that part is. Somebody might know. Someone, so. yeah, someone smarter than us. Probably not a good thing. 970-587-5171. Call us and tell us. So, I mean, is that possible? So if you get impeached, you're done, right? So that's the end of that. Well, yeah, so, I, but I would think this would still be a term. Would this count as a term? Yeah, and then once you're impeached, can you even run again? So I wonder if it's two terms or if it's two consecutive terms. Right, could you win, then lose, and then win? Yeah. And, that, and, and come back. That's right. just one. And then serve two consecutive right, yeah, terms. I don't, I don't think I don't think so. I don't. FDR, of course, that was... Hello, hello. I, I could tell yeah. you one story, Eric. Uh, here at the town of Mead here in Colorado... They recalled a city council member because she was doing so badly and doing bad stuff. And then she ran for mayor and won and became mayor the next term. <laughs> so I think it is possible that the president could come back and do two terms later. I, I, don't, I think they write the rules as they, as they go along. Wouldn't that be something, though, in the end? This, that whole place would go crazy. <laughs> we got Trump for 12 years. Thanks for that, man. I appreciate it. You're listening to the Eric Cedarstrom Show, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group, Gold and Silver, right here in Deer Valley, Arizona. Stop on in. Give them a call. Uh, Thousands, hundreds of thousands of customers, a quarter century of business. Um, Check out the Better Business Bureau. I mean, you know, to get a complaint, to get one complaint on the Better Business Bureau, you have to anger hundreds of people. So so when you see companies that have 10 complaints, understand that a 1,000 people are mad at them. So, this company, any, ever, never, right? Never? Nope, I never have had one. I don't know. I've been off for four years. So, okay, so where are we at now? Oh, you got to love this one. This is a great one. This is great. Remember that guy who was armed, the armed militia guy in New Mexico, and he's trying to help. He's trying to help America keep out illegals. And then, of course, then they had pictures of the uh, Hispanic, politically correct, not Mexican, but Hispanic border guards yesterday that disarmed uh, the American soldiers. I mean, the whole thing's just crazy. And they're, everybody's surprised. Let me tell you snowflakes that just moved to Phoenix, all right? And you just got here from New Jersey or Chicago, and you think it's horrible that there's guns down at the border. I first crossed the border in 1972, and the Federales were walking around with machine guns, all right? They've been down there forever. Okay, guns have been on the border forever, probably since, you know, Probably since, well, I don't know, long before the Mexican-American War. So. Yeah, they're still out there with those machines. That's a great point. Uh, go to the phone lines. Brian's with us. Brian, what do you have to say? It's good to talk to you guys. And everybody talks about impeachment, and there's two. Nobody talks about conviction. So impeachment, if I'm pretty sure this is accurate, impeachment is when the House of Representatives says we're going to, we want to bring charges. That's impeachment. But then, if they do bring and they they do bring charges, then it goes to the Senate 
and the Senate will either convict or not. So just because the House wants to do, that's like Bill Clinton. Uh, Bill Clinton was impeached, but it never went to the Senate. It didn't go that far. Same thing with uh, Andrew Johnson. So the Republican, I mean, I don't know what, what the future brings, but I'd be flabbergasted if Republicans who control the Senate would go ahead and, and convict President Trump. It, that would never happen as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I don't think it would get through. So that's a very, that's an excellent point. So so how far would it go? Now, Clinton, they just censured him. So Yeah, you go, you it's good to talk to you guys. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. 970-587-5171. Does anybody know, is it two consecutive terms or two terms total for a president? And again, I know Roosevelt, Roosevelt, FDR, not Teddy, but FDR. Yeah, he did three, right? Three, yeah. So, but they said it was unprecedented terms, you know, world wars. They changed, and I think they changed, they made a law after that, or was that already in place? I think that's where the law came in. So, ah, the blind leading the stupid. So, <laughs> we got both of those covered. Dumber than a stick, uh, and uglier than a mud fence. You're listening to Eric Suderstrom show. It's uh it is what it is, but if you know, if you got up in the morning and tuned in, thank you. By the way, FDR, four terms. Four terms. <laughs> thank you. That's right. So we're not the sharpest. Yeah, four tools. terms. Four That's terms. right. Well, I wasn't alive. So you know, imagine you have to learn history, you know, you have to pay attention. And they rewrite it anyway. So, you know, when Charlie Chaplin in World War Two <laughs> Where's that Adolf Hitler? I don't know. The guys look alike. I can't tell them apart. So, anyway. So, here's some history for you. So, the guy goes down there on the border, and he's holding he's holding illegals that are crossing the border. You know, they got drugs and everything. I mean, the whole thing's a mess down there, and it's all coming to a head. Thanks to our president, by the way, uh, who's bringing this out. Who won't let this go. God bless him. But the leader of the armed militia group that spent the past two months detaining migrants at the U.S.-Mexico border, you know, they arrested him. Not the Mexicans. Right. You guys are free to come. You guys are good. What would you do? Anything wrong? Did you rape, kill anybody on the way in? I demand asylum, gringo. All right, come on in. Here, Here's a bus ticket to Michigan. Um, anyway, the guy they arrested has been hospitalized after he was beaten to snot in a prison where he's awaiting trial. Guess what they got him on? Not for detaining and pointing guns at illegal aliens. I don't think he'd go to jail for that. Uh, federal firearms charge. Larry Hopkins, 69 years old. Wow. Was in the hospital with broken ribs after being attacked Tuesday at the Donna Anna County Detention Center in Las Cruces. Yeah. Uh, you, you think there's any Hispanics in nah, that prison? Nah, <laughs> nah. Down in Las Cruces? No. New Mexico, should the they should take that place, fence it off, and turn the whole state into a prison. But anyway, the spokesman for Donna Anna, Donna Anna, Donna Anna County Center, who knows who she is, could not be reached for immediate comment. We know nothing. He did a Schultz. The FBI on Saturday arrested Hopkins, leader of the United Constitutional Patriot Group, the UCPG. On charges of being a felon. Oh, he was a felon in possession of firearms. That's well, where they got him. I would call for Bernie Sanders right now. I would change parties if I was you. They'd say, I'm a Sanders supporter. They'll quit beating you up. At least you'll get to vote for Sanders in the next election. 
Anyway, his Did- UCP group Tuesday abandoned the camp in New Mexico desert where they'd spent two months detaining thousands of illegal migrants. Departure came after state officials and civil liberty groups accused them of violating migrants' rights. You have the right to an EBT. You have the right to a cell phone. You have a right to Section 8 housing. You have a right to a Greyhound bus ticket. Get in here and vote. We need you. Come on up. So much for Operation Wetback. I guess that's over. <laughs> that's what it was called in the 50s. That was what oh. they, when they were wrangling them up. So I don't think that applies today. Now, that was Las Cruces, right? Las Cruces, yeah. Well, you know what? Their officials on Monday said that the Border Patrol dumped 1,600 migrants into their town. Yeah. Well, they can't. On Monday. They can't handle them. I mean, you'd think this guy should get a medal. And they want the government to fork over $75,000 for for, uh, every 10 days that they're there. That's Uh, what this costs. Yeah, it's crazy. This guy is so high profile. I mean, they'll probably kill him. Imagine that going to jail. I mean, you're in a jail that's full of Hispanics who are all murderers, whatever they are, thrown in, drug dealers, you know, I mean... I know, I know. It's that's profiling. They're the nicest people in the world. They were most of them are in on traffic violations. So he gets put into jail and is immediately attacked after his first hearing just a few days before being put in there. Uh, somebody should be protecting this guy. Now there's an American citizen. Does he have rights? I think he does. Patriot Radio News Hour, the Eric Cedar Show is merged. We'll be back. Don't worry. Be happy. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by honoring family values, opposing radical feminism, and representing a conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Zero tolerance policies are hurting American schoolchildren, and young boys are the primary target. Most people have heard of the infamous incident in which a second-grade boy from Maryland was punished for nibbling a Pop-Tart into the shape of a gun. Under the school's no-tolerance policy, that boy was given a two-day suspension for a Pop-Tart. That's just one example of zero-tolerance policies that make zero sense. Every day, young boys are being harshly punished just for being boys. And all this is done so schools can look good to a politically correct segment of the population. This problem is yet another outgrowth of the feminist lie that boys and girls are exactly the same. Any parent who has had boys and girls can tell you that they behave completely differently. Girls are more prone to excel at cooperative social activities, while boys thrive on competition. Boys are more active and need more time outside playing than girls. Of course, that doesn't mean boys cannot learn how to cooperate and girls cannot enjoy outside play, but there are very clear trends in education that seem to punish typical boy behavior and elevate typical girl behavior. It is sad that schools are rapidly cutting back on unstructured outdoor playtime for kids, but the real tragedy is that these boys are suffering academically as a result of the cookie-cutter approach to education. Whether you look at grades, reading ability, or admission to colleges, boys are falling behind their female classmates. The first and most important thing we can do about the problem is to start caring about it. It may shock you to know that there are plenty of feminists out there who would say that they do not care about helping boys achieve academically. Feminists dismiss them as being part of the future patriarchy. We must start by caring about educational opportunities for both sexes. Next, we have to provide boys with the tools they need to succeed in school. 
That means eliminating zero-tolerance policies that are targeting boys. That means letting boys have the playtime they need to let off steam. Most of all, it means recognizing that boys and girls are different. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The traditional family is the building block of our communities and country. That's why it's imperative to support strong marriages, respect fathers, and champion stay-at-home moms. At phyllisschlafly.com, we oppose the liberal attempt to redefine the family. To join us, visit phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. from show live on this beautiful gosh I don't even know what date it is Wednesday April 24th 2019 the year of our Lord thanks for tuning in we appreciate it this is hour one we do this for three hours uh, uh, wherever you're listening if you're listening live and if your affiliate goes off the air then uh, you can just go to allamericangold.com click on listen live or follow it over to 1360 KHNC the American Freedom Network the very best in conservative talk radio entertainment. President Donald Trump made a new threat today to send armed soldiers to the U.S.-Mexico border. He tweeted that Mexico soldiers recently pulled guns, and again, tweet, tweet out. I mean, it's just everything is tweet. Recently pulled guns on our National Guard soldiers, probably as a diversionary tactic for drug smugglers on the border, but he didn't support the drug smuggling claim. He tweeted, better not happen again We are now sending armed soldiers to the border. Mexico's not doing nearly enough in apprehending and returning. The U.S. troops are already at the border to help reduce illegal crossings. Two U.S. soldiers in a remote area of Texas recently were confronted by the soldiers who thought the Americans had crossed into Mexico. Mexican troops reportedly removed a weapon from one of the American soldiers. Amazing. You know, that guy'd be done, wouldn't he? I mean, wouldn't you be done if you're in the service and you, you know, hand over your weapon to an enemy? Oh, yeah, here you go, take it. I joined the Army, but I joined the one with the private golf courses, clubs, you know, where I get uh, the GI Bill when I get out and uh, I'm going to be a government employee. Here's my weapon. Mexican President Andre Manuel Lopez. They finally got a or Obrador. That's his name. Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador. They got that word manual in there. Remember the old... Mexican president was manual labor. (laughs) Anyway, he promised at a Wednesday news conference to investigate the border incident today. We're going to analyze this incident. We're going to take account for what he, Trump, is indicating. And we'll actually conformity of the law within the framework of our sovereignty. This guy should be a Fed chief. Now, here's a guy they should put into the Federal Reserve here. I mean, he's got the perfect he's got the perfect answer. You know, here's what's amazing. We know that Mexican soldiers, Mexican police, a large portion of them, I don't know how large, but a, a, good, a good amount of them are in, in cahoots with drug dealers. And the liberals want are up to, oh, Trump's not substantiated that that's what they were doing. I know. Right? I mean, it's ridiculous. What are you saying? You're saying they're paid off? You're saying they're crooked? You think that politicians in a third world country could possibly be on the dole? No. That's crazy talk. That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, the president of Mexico, Manuel Labor, added, we're not going to fight the government of the United States. Good thinking. The uh, most important thing is that we want relationships of mutual respect and cooperation for development. I was out at Bartlett Lake 
this last weekend, a little Easter day with the kids, and and uh, the F-18s were flying up the Verde River. And, I mean, they do that. They put it on silhouette, and uh, they just come in there and just hover. Not very high, man, and they're on you. Like, one day an Apache helicopter did it. And if you've ever seen a fully armed Apache helicopter come at you, uh, it's, it is just, you know, the most amazing sight. And I wonder how many people that this was the last thing they ever saw in their life. But, you know, the, the military might of this country and, and to be kicked around and shoved around and for by this crazy stuff that's going on and just to give up, just to give up the borders and open everything up. Here, come on in. Everything's great. Bring us everybody. It's not, it doesn't make any sense to me, and I don't know how anybody can justify it who's taken an oath to be an elected official in this country. I just don't get it. And it continues. I hate doing all this Trump news, but this is the news today. The Democratic-controlled U.S. House of Representatives yesterday asked a judge to issue a preliminary injunction to prevent the president from using funds identified from his national emergency declaration to build a wall along the U.S.-Mexico border. I mean, how many more people got to come across? I don't know where it ends. And I, I, I mean, what's the number? And what At are they going to do? What are they going to do? You know, the economy, they are the economy. Well, it's booming now, right? I right. mean, look at Las Cruces. Hey, listen, we need $75,000 every 10 days from you to, to take care of all these illegals. So all college kids did get degrees. So, you know, when your dad used to say, it's all right, the world needs ditch diggers too. All kids, the, the American kids get college degrees, and they just import the ditch diggers. That's it. That's the new business model. Defendants are moving quickly now to construct defendants to construct the border wall, and they've awarded contracts against funds that Congress did not appropriate for that purpose, according to House General Counsel Doug Letter. And the other lawyers wrote in a 56-page motion, it's preposterous, it's outrageous, it's ridiculous. And they filed to the U.S. District Court Judge Trevor McFadden, and more contracts are coming soon. Once made, these unconstitutional expenditures cannot be undone. Ha-ha! <laughs> And the grave institutional injury inflicted on the House cannot be remedied. I mean, amazing. I got one question. There's not one Democrat, not one, that says, you know what? I was wrong. It is an emergency at the border. Not one? Not one. Not one. I don't think. Not a single one wants to say, you know what? I was wrong. You know what? We do need the wall. Not one. They all say, I'm for common sense immigration. What is that? No wall? common sense just come on in until there's nobody left you know what we ought to do let's just lack of common sense let's just this place is already built out i mean every they don't need any more condos we don't need more hotels we don't need more golf courses nobody needs any third or fourth cars we all have all the microwaves washer dryers refrigerators i have three refrigerators and two freezers i mean we're covered we got everything here's what we should do we should just switch places with them (laughs) that's what i'm saying right do over. Let's just go down there and start again. Give them this place, and uh, we got everybody. Have to. We'll need everything again. So, broadcasting live from Guatemala. Guatemala, the patriot, the patrioto. I don't know how to say. Patrioto. I don't know how you say. <laughs> um, Enrico Cedarstromo. See, when I go to Mexico and you have cervezas, if you don't speak Spanish, you just speak louder. <laughs> right. You get a little louder, and you throw an O. Yeah, that's you throw, you throw an O around. in and yell at them. So, I don't know. Are we still on the air? <laughs> anyway, there's the attorneys. 
The Trump declared national emergency in mid-February in an attempt to secure more funding to build the barrier, a move that resulted in roughly $6 billion from the Pentagon's budget and $600 million from the Treasury. I mean, what do you think they already hand out on a daily basis in this country in benefits to people that have just come up here? A heck of a lot more money than that. All right. You guys have fun. It's hump day. We'll be back. Group one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You're listening to Eric Cedarstrom, the Eric Cedarstrom Radio News Hour, Hour One, five days a week, coming at you, rocking and firing. It's Cedarstrom though, C E D A R. There is another Eric Cedarstrom. It's the E. He was a young kid. He, uh, he wrote, had to put on his Facebook site that he's the real Eric Cedarstrom. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it was a volleyball player. You can find me. You want to see my picture? Go to the Cedar with a C E D A R, the Cedarstrum Group.com. My wife and well, I have an Arizona real estate license. If you need me as a realtor, I'll play golf while my wife sells your house. I will say this. So she's the best realtor I know. She's amazing. She so. really truly is. There's no doubt about that. And by the way, his picture, 1360KHNC.com. We got you. You got me up there? We got you up there. Wow. Wow. I can't hide anymore. You know how long I went to cover to not put my face on uh, the internet and then the post office. <laughs> Have you seen this guy? That was it. I was done. So, how about this one? The White House has ordered officials in the Trump administration to boycott the annual White House Correspondence Dinner. <laughs> Confirmed yesterday. The dinner usually acts as a chance for journalists and people they report on to meet and mingle. <laughs> yeah. This is like every year, right? He just won't go to it, right? Well, yeah, it's really, it, it's like the uh, a roast, if you will. God, remember they had that one horrible comedian? This is horrible. All right, well, I wouldn't go either. So we are the uh, opposite. We are the anti-press. You're listening to Patriot Radio News Hour, the Eric Cedarstrom Show, uh, where we try to get you news that you can't find anywhere else. Here's one. Billions of dollars worth of gold is being smuggled out of Africa every year through the United Arab Emirates in the Middle East, a gateway to markets in Europe, Reuters reported. Customs data shows now the UAE imports $15.1 billion worth of gold from Africa. And this article goes on that, yes, every article now has to have the poor human downtrodden. I mean, every article, you know. So, yes, this one, too. Children. The poor children are being exploited to uh, mine gold. Well, I'll tell you, if if Africa has any gold at all left in a vault, uh, it's been there a long time, and uh, they probably just sold it because they need the money. But they say in children who have no ties to big business dig or pan for it with little official oversight. Maybe they should start a child's gold mining union. Union. What do you think? So, anyway, no comment from Joe over there. So. I, I, you know, again, what is this? The the way to try to get you don't buy gold because it's mined by children. I don't. What? I, is I have the, no idea. So I just thought I'd put it in there. You don't ever, you don't ever see. You know, the last real big gold sales that you see. I mean, I was when I ran the company. Remember England. 
England announced right. yeah. in, the, in the late 1990, what, 99, something They're, like that? that? That they were selling all their gold off, you know, and I yeah, was they want like, it back now. Yeah, and at an average price of $220. Every time they announced the sale, it'll be in 10 days, the price of gold dropped 10, 20, 30%. And I'm like, what is this? No sense at all. Brown was the guy's name. Yeah, he only cost England. Well, it was just like, what was it? Monday. Somebody sold $1.5 billion worth of gold right at 8.30 in the morning. Saw that. Right? Huge, huge right. gold trades. What? Where's where that? Was that buying my kids, too? I don't know. Well, the, the Crimex, the Comex that manages all that. As we've seen throughout history, and I know that uh, the cash markets, when things change, and they change drastically, the cash markets are what dictate the value of everything. So, uh, Ford... On the business side of things, Ford is sinking a half a billion dollars into its electric vehicle startup, Rivian, in a deal that has companies working together on a new Ford electric vehicle based on Rivian underpinnings. Ford Motor Company will become the minority partner, which is based outside of Detroit and recently rolled out a new electric pickup truck and an SUV that will go on sale next year. The tie-up is another sign that automakers and tech companies are pairing up to share the huge capital costs of developing electric vehicles and even those that drive themselves. Ford and Rivian executives both said in their room for the partnership to grow for companies to share expertise. So now you got uh, the Tesla thing. You know, Tesla's amazing. They uh, Elon Musk, you know, and then they had the, the Tesla that somehow spontaneously combusts in China. In that parking garage. And I was a little suspect that, you know, because they just so happened he was parking, the camera was right on it. I, I thought I saw today, they said, yeah, that's what, it, they, there was a short in the battery. Well, they're not really sure. So okay. they uh, there isn't, this isn't the first time, though, Teslas have appeared to just burst into flames. And they're really worried about it in China now. So China is hugely important in the market for Tesla. Get this. The country accounts for 20% of the company's annual revenues, or more than $2 billion in sales. China. The company wants to supercharge sales in China with a new factory in Shanghai. Tesla eventually hopes to produce 500,000 cars at the Chinese facility every year. I mean, that really is amazing, isn't it? So I looked it up. Uh, Teslas, there's a lot of them out here, but, you know, it's uh, it's a tax credit thing. Once the tax credit goes out, on Craigslist today, there's 57 Teslas for sale, used. So 13 of them are by owners, and they range in price from 107000 although the cheapest one, twenty nine 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 thirty grand. Take so, it. Isn't that something? You know, I don't know what you're going to need. I was going to start a Tesla towing company. And what I'm going to have is this gigantic extension cord <laughs> that, you know, when they break down, you got to plug them in when they run out of charge. So, no. Anyway, but I didn't know that 20%. Now that, that Tesla, well, like everything else, is going to be a Chinese company. But you got to give it to Elon Musk, man. He's a top car salesman. You're listening to the final segment uh, of Hour One. Eric Cedars Show will return. Thanks for tuning in. I'm, well, you got it. Yours truly, Eric Cedarstrom. 
on this beautiful day. And uh, it'll be the last hour here in Phoenix, but kind of a Phoenix story. An elderly woman fell 200 feet to her death at the Grand Canyon South Rim Tuesday. Grand Canyon National Park Rangers reports a person needing help, blah, blah, blah. Now, in late March, a 50-year-old tourist from Hong Kong fell in, and then on March 26th, they found another one. Now, if you come all the way from Hong Kong, do you think that people say to you when you get in, you know, where are you going? I'm going to Grand Canyon. Did somebody go, don't fall in? You know, they didn't they know they were that it's a huge hole? How can you travel zillions of miles to the Grand Canyon and fall in? I'm still amazed by all that. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is. It's a great point. It's a massive hole. Can you feel sorry for him? How close do you want to get, really? A friend of mine fell into a vat of beer and died. It wasn't so bad, though. He crawled out seven times to go to the bathroom. So, but he didn't make it. So, finally, as the old saying goes, happy wife, happy life. It turns out that adage may need to be changed. Happy wife or husband now, longer life. That's because a new study shows that having a happy spouse is linked to greater longevity. And I'm throwing this in because we started the show today with don't worry, be happy. So, in fact, researchers say that a spouse's satisfaction, satisfaction sorry, in life predicted a person's lifespan. And even more than it did their own overall contentment. So if your spouse is happy, you're going to live long. Data show spousal life satisfaction was associated with mortality, regardless of individuals, socioeconomic, and demographic characteristics, or their, even their physical health. This trumps everything. The study author Olga Strabrova, researcher at Tilburg University in the Netherlands, yeah, well, that's because they take a sauna and then they roll in the snow, you know. But that's because people are generally unhappier or more likely to lead a less healthy lifestyle. Shut up and bring me the pizza. It's probably not good for your marriage. And when one spouse is mired in bad habits, the other's lifestyle is often dragged down as a result. Conversely, having a more active spouse will likely push one to be just as physically active. So if your partner is depressed and wants to spend the evening eating chips in front of the TV, uh uh-oh, that's how your evening will probably end up looking as well. (laughs) You know, i got to turn that Netflix off. Anyway. And finally, I guess, um, uh, how much time we got? Joe, what do you got? You got any? Yeah, so listen, this is the last day. Uh, we have those silver half-dollar rolls. You get 20 silver half-dollars in a roll. 120 bucks. I mean, you're not going to find a better deal than that out there in the silver market. Uh, by the way, silver bounced off support yesterday, uh, bumping back up here at fifty off $15 to the ounce. So you're, you're looking at... Government Hallmark material. So you get a roll, 1964 and older. older, Right, Kennedy, Franklin, Walker, half-dollar rolls. 90% silver. Yep, 7.15 ounces in every roll. They're 120 bucks for the roll. So if you took a torch and melted them. Melted it all down, which I would not recommend. No, there you have good legal, lawful, constitutional, tender, barterable material. You know, you hold portfolios in case something happens. Let's hope you never need them. God bless everybody. Thank you for allowing us into your lives for hour one. We'll see who makes it to hour two. We'll be back, good Lord willing. See you there.